Online Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Well, hello, Earthers, Belters, and Dusters. Welcome back to another amazing AfterBuzz TV after show for your favorite show, The Expanse. And we're talking about Season 1, Episode 7, Windmills. Yes. I am your host, Sean Overman, and you guys can find me at Sean Austin O on Twitter and Instagram. I'm joined here by my two lovely co-hosts as usual. Oh, thank you. My name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Twitter and Instagram, Carrie D. Lane, and Facebook, Carrie Lane Actor. And I'm Maria Cavasudo, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MGCVSST. Bringing back the Bringing smoky back voice. Bringing back the smoky voice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Trying. Trying, yes. <laughs> Oh man, this is a, another good episode. Um, yeah. A little bit weaker than some, you know. We've had some crazy stuff. We have we've had crazy like zero G battles. Uh, this one, it was more of a tense episode. A lot of standoff. A lot of story yes. building, like backstory, kind of getting a good look into people as well. Mm -hmm. Especially obviously Holden. But. Holden, yeah, we got to learn yeah. about his past via. Uh, Avara Sarala. I always get her name wrong. Christian. Yeah, Christian. Avasarala. Which I, I was thinking, I that's an interesting name choice for her. Yes. And how they spell it, too, because we're mm -hmm. watching it with subtitles. Make sure we understand it. I know. Uh, but with, like, the J, I was like, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like it. Chris, I wonder if Christian has any connection to, maybe it's like, the, I think her character's uh, Indian, right? So her, is that like Christ, the Christian, but for in the Indian culture? I yeah, say. I'm curious. And then I also noticed on the subway it had the English and then they said in Hindi, which I'm like, that's an interesting language choice because it's not any of like the Belter languages or something else. So it's like out of all the languages, and I don't think there's been any other characters that spoke Hindi specifically. So I was like, so yeah, that actually brings me to Miller. So Miller was recording. That's where we start yes. off the episode. He's recording a message for Jules Mao, which is Julie Mao's father, Jules Pierre Mao. Yeah. And it's in it. He's saying it in English, but it's being translated into Hindi. No, no, no. The oh. uh, the subway. The, oh, the subway sub yeah. car. The is subway like car. Their announcement goes in English, oh. and then it says in Hindi, and it does this announcement yeah. again. Like oh. we are at this station. Okay. I don't know how to say that, but gotcha. that was interesting. Just the machines itself, like that's the language of the people. Like, yes, you know, like Disneyland, they're gonna say it in English and Spanish, and you know, a couple like other right. things. So uh, just maybe interesting in, choice. In, yeah, that's that is really interesting. Maybe in that area of might be that series. district, that town. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The, that yeah. area a of series. India. It's like a little India, perhaps. Maybe. Oh, that's cool. A little Bali, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, what. Let's go well, ahead. the question also, was yeah. this message a direct send, or was it just record, think, and then you'll save it later? Yeah, you know I what? Like, was tell. it an email was, where you click sent, and you're like, oh, I was confused by it, actually, yeah. because he, he did so quickly. 
it did sound really like it did sound kind of sad it sounded like he was gonna off himself which later in the episode octavia brings up Mm -hmm. so did he send it to her to send it to jules pierre mal no it had his name but then how did octavia get a hold of it she probably no no no. she said he i think he said something else to her yeah he sent a cryptic message to her but we i don't think we saw that message okay so we didn't get to see him do that okay all right that makes that makes a little bit more sense to me so um we we see that he's obviously going rogue now he has no authority no star helix badge on him anymore Mm -hmm. uh but he's he's pissed he wants to find out what is going on what he the first place he goes is anderson dawes am i right Mm -hmm. yeah the bar or the lounge place yeah the belter lounge it's like yeah you're gonna kick my ass in front of all these people come on let's go now yeah he's got some major cojones to go in there yeah and And, uh, he looks like he's a little drunk just throughout the beginning of the episode no i don't think he's drunk really i I really don't think he's drank anything i totally thought he did or he's hit so much rock bottom that he's just like I don't give a... Well, just the way he storms into Julie Mao's apartment at some point, he yeah. totally I think he looks he was frustrated like, there. I totally thought he was drunk. And well, goodbye, goodbye hat. Yeah, goodbye hat. See, okay, like, Julie Mao's apartment, he stormed in there because he has no authority to get in anymore. He burst in there. He had no, to break I mean, down the, the door, right? No, I mean, the way he was right? walking when he went in there, it kind of looked like he's a little bit off. Yeah. Aside from the fact that he's obviously, like, you Maybe know, he goes there intoxicated, but by the time he gets to Dawes... Maybe. He's just... He's mellowed Buzzed. out. What yeah. happened first? Was it... He goes to Dawes first. He goes to Dawes first. Okay. Oh, yeah. So maybe he did get drunk. Yeah. Because he said the drinks are on me. He pours him a drink. Yeah. I'm like, you True. know, and he hasn't yeah. been drinking, I think. Yeah. But, I mean, why not? You know, you've been fired. I mean, yeah. and at this point, you're you're solo. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he actually has a really good conversation with Dawes, and Dawes says... Um, he ends up saying like he spins everything Dawes is just like such a manipulator first of all (laughs) and he's just so good with words every time he's talking I'm like bro like I get you I get this you know it like makes sense bro I'm a patron saint of like lost causes (laughs) and I think I just found another one you're like what? Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. I wasn't fighting against you. I was fighting for you. It's yeah. like, what? He's you such, tried to kill I him. Know, he's such a manipulator. I yeah. just, yeah. It's ridiculous. So uh, he, he says not only that, but he, he says some other key things to Miller mm-hmm. that push him in the right direction, which is good, you know, yes. for, for the plot, for the story, yeah. and for him actually to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. And he... I liked how Miller said, well, the last thing I was thinking when I was about to be shoved out that airlock was you. He was like, I am very, very touched. Yeah. <laughs> right? The it, things you think about at the end are the most important. And yeah, 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 yeah. That was not supposed to be his accent, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a good try, though. I liked it. it I like Carrie's interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he's drunk. Um, but yeah, and, and then Miller's like, no. No, no. Totally denying it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all the spin that Dawes has. That's how he's able to be yeah. in the head of the o- that OPA mm-hmm. faction is because he can manipulate, just like you said, manipulate yeah. everybody. He's right? the yeah. puppet master. I mean, yeah. he's totally the pulling the strings. Yeah. Look totally. at him. In that bar, he just has total control over the whole crowd. Yes, Dozens of people in there. Even that one riotous speech guy is there, too. I, I saw him. He, like, tipped his... He, like... He motioned the tipping the hat to yeah. Miller. 
Mario actually, was like, actually, it was the fu. Oh, was the fu? For, yeah, it's okay. like the. T I think it's two fingers, and then when they salute like that in Belter, that means fu, <laughs> dude. Okay, because I remember um, what was it? Cast that was telling us that like the the three sign like this is the fu. It could be, the, or maybe he was doing three I, up I here, and then you kind of went Naomi like did that. that. But um, I'm afraid I actually didn't even notice him. I was looking at all the other people. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I but saw yeah, him. But yeah, he does something, like, some sort of acknowledgement, whether it's a fu or a I'm hey going dude. with fu. <laughs> yeah. Or fu, welcome to our club. Because, yeah, yeah, welcome. He's not because we're gonna welcome, bitch. <laughs> we're gonna hurt you now, and yes. they did not succeed at that. Mm -mm. But then uh, Daw says, "Hey, you know what? You have to lose everything in order to be guided to what you really need in That's your journey." That's what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, your wisdom. I get it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> So there's there's a lot of uh, well the name of the episode was windmills so we have mm -hmm. a lot of allusions to windmills I feel like this conversation is Miller going against the, his giants right yeah he's tilting mm -hmm. at windmills here so what yeah. do you want to tell us a little bit well, about yeah. that Maria I mean they use references to Cervantes uh, Donkey uh, Don Quixote like many many times in this in the series Rocinante being one of them but then the windmills is a key part of that story where um, Don Quixote is kind of like fighting these giant windmills that are not anything but he sees them as these giants and he's like on this huge quest and whatnot, but they're like fictional. I mean, they're not real. It's part mm -hmm. of his kind of like craziness that he goes through. So it's kind of funny that they have that in this story and that this one's called Windmills. But we also saw the windmills in Montana. Yes, we did. So we mm -hmm. saw physical windmills in Montana in uh, Avar Sarala's storyline, which was really fascinating. Um, <laughs> but... Let's talk more about Miller before we, we, we move on to her and Holden. Mm -hmm. uh, so with, he goes into Julie Mouse's place, bus in there, right? Yes. And clearly he's, he, we didn't get to see him drink, but he looks like he could be intoxicated. Mm -hmm. He is fumbling through everything. He's literally going rogue, like just throwing all the crap in her apartment around. Uh, and they actually call them holes, by the way, because I've been reading the book. So they, they don't call them apartments or even quarters. They call them holes. Let me tell you well, that. It's like a that, hole in the wall, sure. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, hole also sounds kind of a little bit negative, And those apartments are, like, super nice. I was going to say, her <laughs> apartment's did. really nice at Yeah, least. and his, his is not bad. Yeah, his isn't bad either. But it, even with his own apartment in the book, Miller calls it a hole mm -hmm. as well. Mm. So just a little... Mm little book stuff there. I mean, they're living on an, an asteroid, okay? Like, it's probably not great. There, <laughs> like, there we yeah. go. Everything looked like it was Ikea, though. In the, there. The, it, everything's, like, <laughs> hidden, and you just press, and it, like, pops out. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Even, Love it. even the very subtle, like, coat slash hat hanger there. It's just, like, a little nub in there. It's like, that's an Ikea Yeah, thing. I didn't even see it, and he, like, you know, when he throws it. It's the way it, of the like, future. Yeah. <laughs> Ikea knows what's up. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's it's series. Mm -hmm. They have to budget, mm -hmm. right? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but he finds out through a message, and this is it's great because the only reason why he's there is he's to, he's trying to find intel, right? But he can't yeah. find anything because he already looked through that place. Yes. He just ends up taking her necklace, and thankfully he gets a message from his comrade, some guy who works on Eros, and he tells him that the Anubis shuttle, not the Anubis ship. But Anubis 1A shuttle is docked there at Eros, racking up docking fees. So someone survived. Mm -hmm. Someone got off the Scopuli, Anubis, wh whatever ship it was, mm -hmm. you know, and they're there now. This mystery ship that he's been thinking about charting maps for, yep. he knows it's there. Yeah. So then all his, like, 
all his intentions, all his actions, everything is like, I gotta get to Eros. Like, yeah. that is the plan now. He's on a... Now he finally has a course of yeah. where he should go and what yeah. he should do instead of just this, like, I don't know what to do and I'm just gonna destroy stuff. Yeah. yeah. It, it's kind of like he reached, like, he reached one end of his journey mm-hmm. and now he's like, I'm not gonna fight these giants here who, you know, these people, the OPA people, mm-hmm. they're nothing. There's something bigger than mm-hmm. them. There's some, like, they're an illusion. There's got to be something out there that is my real goal. And therefore, he ends up packing up all his gambling chips, right? Yeah, I thought that was money, but I guess you have to yeah. cash that in. I guess it's some sort of, like, placeholder. But I don't know if they're, like, gambling chips, because he just cashed it out at some random place. Well, so someone like, said oh. you, you've been lucky or long losing streak. They said some kind of line that something implies so it sounded makes, like a okay. casino. Oh, okay. So it, it could be, or I don't know. Yeah, I did when we first saw it. The first yeah. episode we talked about it, we we're like, oh, they have plastic money yeah. on series, but who knows? Maybe or they maybe were gambling. Or maybe it's like chips. a weird mix between gambling slash that is like how the banking system is there. Maybe, I'm, maybe I need to read more into the book to see what their currency is like on series. <laughs> but uh, then he... It's he, money. It's he gets money. money. It's, it's a yeah, lot of stuff. Long, as long as it, you know, mm-hmm. gets you to and from, you know. Yeah. He holds on to the necklace, of course. He doesn't give that up, even though the guy would have bought it from him. But uh, before he heads to Eros, he encounters Octavia, and she's like, what are you doing? Like, where are you mm-hmm. going? Oh, I'm going to go see the sights over on Eros. And he's like, it, she's like, it's a garbage dump. What are you talking about? Like, you know, she's she's like, dude, come on. Like, let me help you. Yeah. And it's, she's trying so hard. She's being so nice. And it's like, no. He just keeps shutting her down. It's yeah. so disappointing. I'm like, bro, she's let been, her in. He's saging yeah. her, though, in a weird way. In a way, yeah, in a way. It's oh, dangerous. Yeah. Don't join me. Yeah, don't join me. You can't come on this journey. Yeah. She's so sweet to him, and she's obviously still in love with him. They they mm-hmm. had a past romance. Did you guys notice that when she sees, like, you know, he says the thing about, like, oh, bad timing, like, always, because he, like, I don't know if they briefly hold hands or what, but then she sees that um, he has the necklace in his hands. So it's kind of like, there's this moment of recognition in her, in her where it's like, ugh, that Julie Mao kind of thing. Yeah. But it's also, like, a little bit of, like, hurt, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's like just, he's cheating, but not even doing Yeah, but anything. not even, but it's kind of like, her saying like unless this is over like there's just gonna be a wall on him like mm-hmm. over him mm-hmm. so it's kind of an interesting little it's a small moment but you know he says bad timing like usual like that kind of got in the way yeah i, I did recognize that scene uh, or that shot and it was a really cool like metaphor of like julie mao's like it, even though she's not there she's a total MacGuffin. she hasn't showed up since the first few minutes of the yeah. first episode yeah she and- could totally be like frozen in like the middle of space and these people have like no idea and he's just like keeps, keeps looking for her i'm like oh god he is seriously in <laughs> love with her mm-hmm. this girl that he's been trying to find but it's like that is that really and then what he's it gonna is? meet her and she's that? gonna like shoot him down she'll be like no out of my face yes. we're not hanging out that's exactly ever. what's gonna happen do you, do you guys really <laughs> she'll be think like that, stalker do you guys really think that he's in love with her or do yes. you think he's just like obsessed with like this this kind of I mission i feel he's obsessed with the puzzle of it yeah i feel and like I feel he hasn't had anything as exciting as interesting so he's in love in that way because this mission has made him feel more alive than he's felt in a long time Time. I think that's a that's a good book because I don't know if I think that he's in love with her. Although sometimes it feels like he is, but other times I'm like it just it's just a picture. Yeah, maybe. He's de- he's lustful after her, but it's it's because the way she makes him feel. He maybe he's confusing it for like she's making me feel like I don't need alcohol, I don't need yeah. drugs or mm-hmm. anything else. She's my goal, so mm-hmm. maybe that's why he identifies it as love. Mm-hmm. But sure. once he gets to that goal, it's not going to be anything that he thought it was. Yeah. 
frozen in space. <laughs> Just saying. Or obliterated by that weapon, then whatever it is. Yeah, that yeah. blue thing. The the mud. Or she'll be like, the no, mud. you're not floating, my type. Floating, floating mud. mud. Yeah, because she's a rich girl, right? Yeah. A rich girl from Earth or Luna, wherever she's or from. we don't even know if she likes men. No, we don't. We don't know any, we don't, well, anything I mean, about her. I mean, she did. We know that she likes men, but we don't know exactly like if she likes maybe women too, because she did have that lover. So she's got to be that's into true. men at yeah. some point, like that's to right. some extent. Sorry. Yeah, that guy that uh, Miller interviewed. <laughs> yeah, and that's how he got the picture, pretty much. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's talk about Holden. So mm-hmm. they on the ship on the Rosinante. They're flying out there. Uh, they're getting their space legs with the with the ship, mm-hmm. and they realize that there's a signal coming from somewhere between the hulls of the ship so there's like the inner hole and the outer hole right where i'm sure like there's there's a uh, an air gap right to keep it insulated or whatever so we have amos go out there and he finds somebody on board who they don't expect i had a dun, dun, moment dun. where i'm like maybe it's gonna be julie i t- i didn't think so but i was like <laughs> Maybe that'd be a really interesting <laughs> random plot twist. I, Surprise, I, she's on your ship. For me, I was like, oh, I thought it was Fred Johnson maybe pulling a fast one on them, being like, oh, surprise, this is actually has a tracker. Welcome yeah. to the space, guys. Oh. Like, that's what mm-hmm. I thought. But then it ends up being the... The spy. the spy. And his name is Kenzo. I think they really briefly mentioned his name. Yeah, they, it's mm. Kenzo. It's, it's Kenzo. And he does say who he's working for, and it's that guy, da- I think, Carlos Davila, from the previous uh, episode who Christian was like pressuring and saying mm-hmm. like, hey, you have to tell me you're a spy. I need mm-hmm. to get access to yep, him. Yep, yep. Now, did you guys notice um, when later uh, Holden sees his eyes, I don't, I wonder if the eye effect is just for us the audience benefit because I felt it was something, I don't, I can't tell if other people can see it because if you can, it'd be a stupid idea to turn it on when Holden's standing right there looking him in the eye. Yeah. And then it's like, bloop, bloop, bloop. I think it would be. I feel it's maybe just for our benefit to know, like, it turned on and it hit record. I think it is for the audience benefit, but I could see that being, like, one of the Rossi crew gets close to him and they see something in his eye and they're like, Like what the hell is this? Like, maybe they're far enough and it's shadowed, so maybe Holden's just like, oh, it's just a trick of the light. But, I mean, at that point, they already know he's a spy. It's just, I guess they wouldn't know to what extent. Yeah. Yeah. He's like involved how, or like, like how what he's doing. Eye camera. Mm-hmm. You know? They do. He does say that he was on Tycho stealing codes and technology. I'm wondering what kind of technology are you stealing? Mm-hmm. Maybe stealth technology. Uh, Maybe tied weapons. back into that earlier. Yeah. yeah. So we really don't know. Um, but he thought they were heading to Eros to find psych, psych to <laughs> find Lionel Polanski, and they say to him right away, like, "We're not heading to Eros." Where do you think we're going? We're not going there. It's Sorry. so they were charting their course to go mm-hmm. there, but they're supposed to be going to Lionel Polanski, right. who is at, and he's at some other asteroid. I don't think he's on Eros, but I want to say it no. is near Eros, maybe like that particular asteroid, because in the teasers we see that they meet up with Miller, and Miller's Miller charted a course to Eros, charted a ship to go to Eros. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe that's like the docking station, and they go from there. Yeah, maybe it like could that'd be. be a main hub, you know, like that's yeah. the big city, so you go there first before maybe, you go yeah. elsewhere. It, it could be, very well could be, but they end up putting uh, Kenzo in the airlock because they keep because that's him, what you do. They keep telling I'm... him to shut up, and he won't shut up. <laughs> yeah, that was something so annoying. If I felt I had vital information constantly, he's like, "I can help you. I can do a thing. I can do a thing." And then it's like, "Then why don't you just say it?" 
Oh my gosh, that yeah, would have solved all the problems. I know. I know, but I think he's just trying to get them to bite, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he's, totally. But it was one of those, but, but yeah, if it's you like, just really tell me then. wanted to help, yeah. They're kind of they're like, say it, just yeah. say it. He's trying to drive a bargain with them. He yes. wants something in return for his information, but yeah. everybody's just shutting him out. Especially because they have the Mickey Patrol, mm -hmm. the Martians are coming mm -hmm. to intercept them. They have a barge, a two-man barge. Uh, coming to to dock with their ship and do an inspection. The AO-66, which is the same thing they did to Uncle Mateo's ship yes, yes. last time, yep. which is yep. a bad thing. They're going to impound now, it. Probably, yep. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't... Not, not good. No. <laughs> not a good idea. I mean... But then... But then, uh, <laughs> what happens? What happens after that? They say they're going to do the AO-66, and then... Then the, then the oh. spy finally has useful information. Oh, yeah. They, they all start do. freaking out. That's right. He has to pee so bad, they don't let him go. They yeah. still lock him into He's that like, chair. I gotta pee. <laughs> I've been having to pee for, like, two hours, man. I was just saying, look, if it's really that bad, you're just in the corner, bro. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I mean, just, you know, you guys can whip it out and or, do it. Okay, I'm just saying. If it's Amos... Or it'd be gross, but it would smell and bother everyone else. Just pee your pants. Yeah, but that's you, uncomfortable you for that. us. It, like that would be uncomfortable for to walk yeah, around. No, and it, it's a, it would be a bother. But it's like, well, fine, guys. I'm just gonna. Oh yeah, yeah. No. I just meant when he was in the holding oh, cell. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That actually was in the airlock, and yeah. you know yeah, what would have been funny exactly. is if he started to evacuate some of the air, and oh. then he had to pee, and the pee would go everywhere within the airlock. Yeah, <laughs> real pleasant, right there. Yeah. yeah, very um, moist. <laughs> that would have been so funny. computer messing around stuff. Yeah. The so, wall panel thing. So those eye things he's got, this, those implants or contacts, whatever he has, that technology, not only can it take pictures and send video uplinks, mm -hmm. but he's also able to swipe through the blueprints of the ship mm -hmm. and bring up exactly what he needs to to manipulate the certain parts yep. of the ship. If Amos hadn't come down to open that airlock to let him back in, he was about to, the screen changed to have himself open it from inside, mm -hmm. which was pretty crazy. And then he like unplugged it. I everything. like he, he called him knuckle dragger. Yeah. It's like, you gorilla, you dummy. <laughs> well, hilarious. I mean, Amos, it's like, we were talking about this before. It's like, everybody has their own MO. It's kind of like, they, yeah. everybody works in a different way, but Amos is definitely a lot of brawn. I mean, definitely has brains, but I feel like it's mostly like a physical, he's very physical. Yeah. So that he's, makes total sense. He's got street smarts. Yeah, like, he's not dumb. No, none, no. Of, none of them are dumb. Absolutely not. They're just like, he's very physical. He's going like, to go fighting first. I don't know if Alex talking. is as physical. For example, Alex is more like behind the scenes kind of guy. But Alex is it, like a scoundrel... Uh, BSer talker yeah, kind of yeah. guy, he's right? Talker. He's a talker. He's gonna sweet talk everybody. Yeah, uh, Amos, situation. Amos just like plays everything like survival. Like he was talking about, like we got to see last time, he's very street smart when it comes to social environments. Yeah. And this time, it's like a life or death situation. He, the way he knows how to deal with this is, I'm gonna wait at the airlock for the Mickeys to come in and I'm gonna kill and both we'll of shoot them. shoot them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But also willing to just risk his life, you know, when Holden comes up from behind him and is aiming at his head. And he's just like, okay, yeah, you have a clear shot to the back of my head. Go for it kind of thing. He's so, like, determined and so straight, like, you know, it's so and very, very strong. Because I don't know how many people would do that. Mm -hmm. But he's definitely, like, for the cause. He's like, look, kind of, like, true to how he feels, I would feel like. Yeah. I liked how he said, you do what you got to do, boss. Yeah. Go ahead. Shoot okay. me if you yeah. got to shoot me, yeah, but yeah. I know what I got to do. Yeah, but exactly. He won't deviate from course. Yeah. And I found it so funny that, like, afterward, uh, Holden was like, you, whatever you have to do to get him back on your leash, and he's and Naomi's like, he's not a, my dog or whatever, but there's that dynamic between them. Yeah. And oh, but then when he walks in and she looks up and is like, oh, yes, I do need to take care of him. Yeah. Like, they look up all secretly, like... 
I like how Naomi is doing her thing too because she's an engineer. She's very smart, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. she does the workaround to get inside that operations kit. Or yeah, and the spy's box. like, "You're not gonna be able to do it." She's like, "I already got it covered." Yeah, exactly. So she mm -hmm. shut down the power supply to it and and the backup generator so that they could just straight up open it. Then we get Alex who opens it up, and that's where we get the code words, right? So he thought well, we need to go back and say the importance of that too. Yes. Yeah, so originally. Originally, the first code word he heard when he was doing Martian transport was donkey balls. Yeah, that's the one thing that was yeah. at the end of every message that they would send out to kind of stop this boarding situation. Yes. Right, right, and that's how that they That means knew. we're black ops, don't touch. <laughs> black ops, the donkey balls. It's just so funny, ops. though. He just kind of randomly was like, donkey balls, and it's like, what? Amos yeah. is like, did you just say donkey balls? <laughs> He's like, no, really, guys, this is the thing. I'm so excited. He's I like, wonder how many takes they had to do for them to have straight faces I when know, he said don't donkey. Don't laugh. I just, I don't know. I th I feel like probably Cass would have been the first one to laugh too because he would have yeah. been like, oh, oh my god, like what am I saying? Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Or they got the script and they're like, like wait, this is wait, really. <laughs> <laughs> so when they actually do open up the operations kit and they break the tube that contains the codes, it is the most uh, obscure, re is it a reference to something? But these are the most obscure words that you can come up with in the English language. Ubiquitous, mendacious, polyglottal. Yeah. And it's funny because he's like debating, do I say this in a sentence or do I just say them? It's it like spelling be like, how do I use it in a sentence? Okay, I will. But yo, yeah, no, he totally weaved yeah. it into a sentence and then... He's like, and a donkey little balls. bit of donkey balls. Or, <laughs> yeah. or, and then it looks a lot like, or something that he says, but he manages and to just like, make it work. And they're like, wait. And he's, he's like, hold on, hold on. Yeah. And they're like, okay, okay, okay. Got it. you've been cleared, thank you. And it's like, there, that was, I was really tense during those moments. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, are they is actually going to, really is this going to happen? Is yeah. this going to work? Or is it going to be some sort of other, you know, ploy to mess everything up? But no, it totally went through. Yes. Polyglottal. Polyglottal. So like a total <laughs> dictionary nerd, I looked up what each of the words mean. And I already knew what ubiquitous meant. It, it means it's found everywhere, like mm -hmm. germs and air here on Earth. They're ubiquitous. Mendacious is uh, actually having to do with lying. Mm -hmm. And then polyglottal is written in many languages. So we got every lies everywhere in many languages. It's very appropriate for the show. Yeah. <laughs> I totally, yeah. We don't know what's going on. Everybody is like, pretty much everybody that we have, all the main characters are mm -hmm. all in the dark. And there's just all these like, this cloak and dagger stuff going on behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Okay. And everybody has like their own agenda, and it's so hard to figure out like who's who's where and who's what. And I'm like, I don't know. Fred Johnson's not it, nice. I'm sure he's nice, but I'm saying like, <laughs> I'm saying he's good or bad. And then like Avara Sala as well. She has her own little agenda when she goes over to Montana. It's like everybody has their own thing going on. And I'm mm. like, guys, when is it all gonna come together in peace? Yes, okay. and I feel like it's gonna come not together. For a long time. Probably not in peace, but yeah, it's gonna yeah. come together at least partly next episode. Yes. Right, so we'll talk more about that with our predictions. Mm -hmm. But I want to break it up with a se special segment, and we're going to be talking about five things you didn't know about The Expanse. <gasps> okay. Ooh. So, did you guys know uh, Paja's arm in the show, he actually gets it cut off, and then right away he's in the infirmary, right? Mm -hmm. It looks like it's happened within a matter of hours, maybe, yeah. okay? Or within yeah. 30 minutes, you know, to, to save him so he's not bleeding out in space. Actually, in the book, he's getting it treated, and it happened the previous month. 
Wow. Ew. Okay. Yeah. Sit that long with it? <laughs> no, and here's here's the follow-up to that. Yeah. Shed, like the cool doctor he is, or medic he is in the book, he's actually using a homeopathic remedy to keep cleaning it over these past mo- uh, the past month, and he's putting maggots in his oh. skin. Oh, yeah. And he's having all... them... Yeah. See, we've all done that. Movies. All <laughs> of us. <laughs> we've all... I was like, well, we've all done that. <laughs> Every time I get a scratch. We're on that covered California health plan. We use maggots <laughs> in our wounds. <laughs> but why Why so long? Because they didn't have a replacement available or couldn't yeah, afford it? Exactly. Because okay. once I think once they were supposed to get back to the belt, he wanted to get that bionic arm that he yes. was talking okay. about. Right. Okay. He didn't want to regrow it or have some bio gel from Earth. He wanted to actually get the belter, sturdy bio arm. Bio, yeah. bio he wanted to be a arm. cyborg. He wanted to be a cyborg, pretty much. I would have gotten that Martian gel stuff. That would have worked for me. I would have been like, give me my arm back. Come on. Like, yes. I know. I'll take no, my arm and back. no funny business. Like, yeah. please. Uh, that, so that was the second thing of the maggots. Number yes. three is uh, in the belt, Uranus. Yes, I'm not going to say the other word. <laughs> you mean Uranus? <laughs> yes, that one. I'm not going to say that one. Uranus. Uh, uh-huh. Has a population of five thousand people living on it, which is the farthest you the the farthest human colony in our solar solar system. Ooh. Yes, and number four thing is Holden is already an XO. Oh, okay. So, so we had him in the first episode having a struggle whether right. or not to pick up the yes. XO title. Yeah. Right, but he is already an XO. In, in the, the okay in the book mm. i wonder why they would have chosen to do that maybe just to add a little more color to him yeah I, sure yeah to change his character up a little bit i yeah. think because it doesn't show that he has an internal struggle anywhere in the book it's just that he it, the only thing it shows is that he has a relationship with with aid and and that's about it really okay. really all right well yeah. then i like the choice that they made in the show i think that's that's interesting yeah because i feel like it just mimics every, a lot of the other struggles that we see because he's constantly battling back and forth between mm-hmm. like what do we do and what the choices are and the decisions so yeah. it's kind of cool that they set that up right away yeah so uh we have the the air filters that last episode miller batted down in shadid's office her a particular air filter had coffee and cinnamon scent, oh. according to the book. And Havelock had the smell of baking bread in his hole. And um, lastly, we had, um, I think it was some kind of like, gosh, I, w- I want to say it was like, I didn't write this one down, but it was Miller's wife, his ex-wife. Uh, I think her name was Candace, and she had some. I want to say it was like a detergent smell. Okay. I can't, it's something I can't exactly say what it was, but it reminded him of the lower levels of series for some hmm. reason. Like maybe it wasn't the best scent, and he hated it. I kind of like Havelock's baked bread or baking bread. That's pretty good. That sounds like a maybe good we can smell. make it cupcakes. Yeah, that sounds mm. like a, that sounds like a good one. I feel cupcakes and baking bread though are different smells, but both good. Oh no, yeah, I, I just oh, I okay. feel like I would like the sweeter one, but yeah, they are different smells. I, <laughs> I'm like it's just like cupcakes. <laughs> he must have not liked the coffee because you know the way he batted. Even though he was drinking coffee to stay sober, he was like. He batted that thing so badly when he left Shadid's office. The smell of fresh coffee, though. It is good. <laughs> it can be good. And mixed with cinnamon must be even better. No. Right? No? No? <laughs> Maybe. 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 For Shadid, definitely. <laughs> Let's talk about Christian Avasarala in the last few minutes of our show. Oh, uh, I loved her outfit. Oh, and man. And on the snow, that was gorgeous. What a contrast. Such a nice Beautiful. contrast. Beautiful. I mean, it almost like paints exactly what she's going there to do it's kind of like it's kind of this peaceful land nothing's really happening very very just 
out there and then because she's in red it's almost like she's carving this kind of like path you know and mm. to de- not to like destruction but she's really there yeah. to kind of shake things up mm-hmm. and i was like very very nicely she's done she's a fire yes she's there to she's start a burning, fire of course she doesn't fit in with that culture no. at all you, even though she's an earther even within Earth, there's still a lot of conflict. She's pretty much like one of the highest ranks on Earth, though. You know, it's just somebody... She's very different. The elite. Yeah, she's yes. the elite, she for is. sure. She has so much power. That's what I was thinking when I'm, like, watching her walk and, like, do not come even close, otherwise I'll make sure that you're on basic assistance by the end of the month. I'm like, this woman has so much power, and I think we, like, don't really see... We've seen, like, glimpses of it, and we can get it, but I think there's going to be something coming up that will just, like, knock us off our <sighs> socks. Yeah. Yes. So we meet Elise who is uh, James Holden's mother, yes. right? We get a lot about her and, and him. They Okay, so there's a co-op of eight couples, is it? Or eight people, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's eight people. So it's four couples, it sounds like. Uh, and They get into it, but not terribly so, except for her line that I carried the child. Yeah, so I felt that was kind of interesting because this it seemed a little ambiguous, and this is what I got from it. I feel like the eight people genetically mixed their DNA together to make James Holden. So they say that, I think Holden says this to, when he's talking to Lopez in like the third episode, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says that, that he is like a genetic mixture of eight people. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so cool. Because they say that's to keep the land. So yeah. it is one of yes. those like, well, since you are related to this, this, and this, and this person... The land is yours. I think is yes. the idea. I think why. that yeah, that was their plan. It was like yeah. a, genera- ger- uh, a generation. generational something. Yeah. It might be like kind of like a Native American thing. You know how it's like, oh, if you're like this much, like one twenty third or one twenty fourth or one, I don't yeah. know, whatever the number is, some sort of rights yeah. because of your descent. Yeah. Exactly. Then you get rights. So maybe that's what it is in the future with Holden. Like if he if he was any more diluted, he wouldn't be able to get anything. But because they put all of their DNA in mm-hmm. him. Maybe he's able to to get it now. Could he? It wouldn't go to nobody. Yeah. Which is crazy. And that is just weird because it seemed like such a desolate place. But at the same time, it is winter, so everything's covered. They do have windmills there. So it's for something energy. about energy. Yeah. Yeah, they have a lot of energy, mm-hmm. and it's probably all farmland. And it's it's like a farming kind of country culture feel to it. Right? And his yeah. mom was tough. Man, she held her ground. Oh, she's a strong Ooh, matriarch. That lady, like, fight was cool. Yeah. Yes, it I mean, was. I mean, no, no fight, but, yeah. like... No, but it was... Ooh, it, I loved that scene. I thought it was so powerful. And I also mm-hmm. love how, like, you see Avarasala really kind of break down and share a little bit of what mm-hmm. happened to her son. Yes. Which I think gives her kind of, like, a little bit of a human side. Because she's very, very strong, very powerful. And I think, like, it's nice to balance her out a little bit. And yeah. to connect. And then also that's how you get the info. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't usually lead with that. Yeah. <laughs> When she's about to get kicked out. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. what got her back in the house. Oh, she spoke to the other mom like, come on, I'm pull-. She's pull. She pulled the mom card. Yeah, she she's did. like, I know what that's like. To like, lose a son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And every, oh, it was, I, I loved it because she's like, every day I'm hoping that somebody will tell me that, you know, there's some oh, chance that he's still alive. And I was like, sad. oh, that mm. is so sad and wonderful. Mm. Wonderful the way it just, it was great. Yes. And it really goes back to more of her being human instead mm-hmm. of I just want revenge for my son's death. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm right. saying. It's just so nice to see this other side of her, which like you get glimpses of, but this was like a really big chunk of it. And the whole yeah. reason she was visiting was to know Holden's story and, and to his un- motives and his motives and to that understand. Was really yeah, and to understand that he's not a terrorist, mm-hmm. right? Raised by mm-hmm. a, a faction in like this whole the Holden family. Yeah. Uh, 
they're not they she ex- described them as a cult of political extremists yes yes so she wanted to spin that if she left there with no answers mm-hmm. yeah but thankfully she left there with a very satisfactory response from elise and she didn't want to do anything to hold it now she knows okay he's just someone who's caught up in the mix yeah. and we're not gonna uh get put it blacklist him or make him out to be a terrorist now yeah and you know he's got some mommy issues but he's definitely not that person that we're looking for like he's not that terrorist yeah. so i thought that was interesting that she gained that insight i don't think i don't know if she was expecting that but i mean it's nice that she got that but that phone call went bad because on the other line they're like yeah we don't care yeah yeah he's done once he's, he he's reaches over the, you're like what yeah. yeah that's interesting that you say the mommy issues thing because aaron wright the other undersecretary for the UN brings that up and he's like okay well you know what we're just gonna go ahead and get our black ops team together we're gonna meet him at Eros and we're going to take care of him yeah and Mm. I'm like that was a gun I put to my head for you uh iTunes listener (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's kind of like uh what (laughs) no need like please yeah Yeah. so now we don't you know we don't know what's going to happen except for we got to see the teaser a little bit spoiler finally miller and holden are going to meet each other spoiler alert guys so miller and holden they look like they're going to be meeting each other and even holden's like who are you right well that's what we were saying that like episode or two ago it's like they need to talk Finally. Need to be like, this is my info, let's share info, because seriously, if we knew what the other knew, so much stuff would make more sense. Because I think it's almost like they're on the same path. I feel like they're yeah. looking for the same person. There you go. They're coming together. Yeah, and it's just mm-hmm. going to peak, and you know, and we're, that'll be episode eight, so we're going to get to a good place to like yes. maybe end you know, the season and have a lot of questions answered and still some huge questions. Well, they're renewed for season not, two, I saw. Exactly. So, so That's then, big news. But that'll yeah. leave us in a good go place, sci-fi. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, let, yeah. Let's, uh, did you have any news and gossip? Something? Well, I do. I have wanted... a little bit of news let's, and gossip. Let's do news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. All right. So, kind of exciting. Big shout out to Bill Johnson because I tweeted on Twitter that we were doing this and he directed episode seven and his, um, and eight. So, thank you so much for favoriting the tweet about our show. If you watched, thank you. And, yeah, we loved it. So, yay for Twitter reaching out to people out there that you probably wouldn't otherwise be able to talk to. So that mm-hmm. made us very excited. Yeah. Yeah, we, we enjoyed that. So, so. Got, Oh, and then go check out his Twitter handle, um, or go check him out on Twitter, because it was very funny reading his tweets, too, and he talked about donkey balls as a donkey phrase. Balls. Donkey balls and is so a big thing funny. on Twitter right now. Hashtag, Hashtag donkey balls. Hashtag balls. Hashtag right, donkey so balls. Anyway, that was it. That was, that was exciting. I wonder if uh, hashtagging ubiquitous mundacious polyglottal would. That's too many be. letters. That literally many... takes up pretty 140 much. 140 the... characters <laughs> or less, man. That's way too much. I know, That's like, much. that takes up yeah. the whole thing. All right. Uh, let's go into our prediction. I was going to say. <laughs> and now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Carrie, would you like to start? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, somehow at Eros, the uh, Holden and Miller are finally going to talk. Hopefully, they're, it's just going to be a standoff, and then they will finally say something where they go, wait, what? And then they'll talk. Um, yeah, that's kind of it for now. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no, huh? I'm still standing by Lionel Polanski being Julie Mao. And yeah, I, I agree. I, with I that. literally think it's like next episode we'll probably just see. Obviously, they're going to intersect their Ooh, paths. That's where they're going to connect because then he'll say, I'm looking for this person. And then and they'll they're be gonna like, be well, going to be actually. Yeah, and they're going to be going, I feel like, 
it's like they're not really going to the same place, but they kind of, I think, will end up going there. And either Julie Mao is going to be the one that's on the Anubis one, which would be crazy. Or I also had this every time I'm watching these episodes, I'm like, I feel like Julie Mao's dead. You know, I have this horrible feeling that she is actually, she's no longer... That'd be an interesting prediction. So yeah. you could go either way with her, that she's dead or that she's yeah. on the Anubis One. Or that she's one. actually yeah. on the Anubis One that's docked in Eros. And I'm just like, but then every now and then when I was watching this episode, I'm like, I just have this horrible feeling that she's like dead and that their search is like completely futile. But that, that'll lead to something much bigger. Like, yeah. you know, some interplanetary mm. kind of, like, war. And, you know, the OPA is going to go super, super, like, hardcore. And then we're going to have, like, Fred Johnson against the OPA. And then Earth is going to come in. So well, Fred I, Johnson is the OPA. Well, I, I mean, say, right. I, I mean the, the, his faction. No, no, no. Like, you know how... Oh, okay. Like I got the, what you're saying. The yeah. bad OPA. Like, yeah. the yeah. terrorist side versus, like... Like, the Anderson o- Dawes versus, versus Fred, John- Fred Johnson. Ooh, which we yeah. still... I They're going to intersect at some point. Because I remember last episode, it was like, there's some sort of history there there's something going yes. on. So I'm thinking that everything's just going to spiral down into this kind of like explosion of planetary, you know, proportions. War. I'm yes. Yes. And then what, I, what about you? Uh, I just, mine's really simple. I feel like, I feel like Miller, not necessarily Holden. Well, maybe they all will. But I feel like Miller is going to get on the Anubis 1A and they're not going to show what he sees or they're going to show like a very like quick shot of what's there. And we're going to be like, What? What is that? What's on there? They're going to just show his face. And that'll be the end yeah. of season one. Yeah. yeah. Well, is episode eight going to be the end? No, I think it'll, it'll, be it'll, be season, it'll be episode ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, good one. you know, yes. I'm just like, uh. <laughs> no, we got yeah. a few more. Mid-season finale. <laughs> two yeah. more episodes, two weeks away. Yeah. No. Um, but uh, I think that about does it for us here at yeah, uh, After sure. Buzz TV's The Expanse mm-hmm. After Show. Be sure to check us out next week when we're going to be... We're actually going to be changing our time. We're going to be here yes. uh, an hour earlier. So yep. we're going to be filming... Uh, we're going to be going live, rather, at uh, 9.05 p.m. Pacific Standard Time because we're here in California. Uh, but you guys can follow us until then. You can follow me at Sean Austin O on Twitter and Instagram. And be sure to check out my book, City of Angels and Discontent, on the iBookstore and on Amazon. And be sure to look out for it on a book blog tour. Ooh, exciting. Uh, you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Carrie Lane Actor. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MGCVSST. Thanks so much, guys. We'll buzz with you next week. Woo! Thank you. See ya. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.